The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave. If you like our show, I encourage you to follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods and share the pod with a friend if you like it. And by the way, if you want your own podcast, we produce them at pod617.com. Go to that website to get started. You could be the next big podcast star. And speaking of stars, I can tell you a sport that has tons of stars is a sport that you probably don't pay that much attention to. And that is the sport of double Dutch. That's right, double Dutch. You remember it probably maybe from the 80s. That's when I first became aware of this thing. It's the thing with the jump ropes and all the fancy jumping. Anyway, we have someone who's expert to tell us about it. She is with the, let me get the name of this, this right. Lauren, it's the National Double Dutch League. Is that right? Lauren Walker's on the line with us. Yes, it is. The National Double Dutch League. Very cool. Oh, I'm going to welcome you appropriately to the show with a round of applause. All right. So I remember Double Dutch from probably the, the late 80s, and I'm sure you remember the, the there was a song that was a hit, the Double Dutch Bus, right? Yes, yes, it was. Do you remember yes. that? Yeah, I have it here. Pretty good tune, by the way. Frankie Smith, but they talked about the, if you got your funky bus Well, it was a funky one. <laughs> so, and you would see videos of people doing this, or you'd see them in person. And it's it's from what I know, it's a person standing at it, two people. They each have two jump ropes, or, or sometimes more. Is is two turners? Two turners. One one jumper. Okay. And a set of ropes, meaning a pair of ropes. Two ropes, right. That's double dutch. Two turners, one jumper, and a pair of ropes. Have you ever done it? Yeah, I, I did it, you know, in, in middle school. Okay. You know, <laughs> try to support the sport. Uh, you know, I'm an avid tennis player. I started as a junior playing in the Arthur Ashe tennis program from the Bronx. Oh, cool. My father was a police officer that started the sport of double dutch. So, yeah, tell, and, tell us about your dad and his connection to this. Well, in the 1970s, uh, my father was a New York City PD community relations officer. Mm-hmm. And he and his partner, Ulysses Williams, was doing their beat one day. And they would see kids in the schoolyards in Harlem, New York City, jumping double dutch. Mm. And during this time in the, in the late 70s, there were not too many organized sports for young girls. Mm. I mean, the boys had uh, basketball, you know, the Rutgers, and the, girl, and the boys had baseball, you know, the Pony League football, but there was nothing really structured for, for young girls. So mm. through the, the police support of the police department and the Harlem uh, Board of Education, they started a competitive sport, a double dutch. So he's the founder of the sport. He made the rules and uh, of the sport. And so very interesting because you wouldn't think it would necessarily lend itself to being a sport, but why not? I mean, it's, it's incredibly, it requires, to me anyway, an incredible amount of athleticism, dexterity, timing, right? It's, it's hard, right? 
Yes, yes. I mean, it's an urban activity that developed into a competitive sport. And not only is it just like any other sport where it's teamwork, because it's the minimum three people, three to six people. Right. Um, it takes creativity, as some athletic sports do. And it takes endurance, which is what a lot of the teams will be showing off on Sunday, December 4th, which through the speed test that we do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, coming up this this Sunday, December 4th, and give us details all about it, where people can go to, to attend the event or how they can support it. Well, uh, this Sunday, December 4th, at the world-famous Apollo Theater is the 31st annual David Walker Memorial Double Dutch Holiday Classic. It features some of the world championship teams from around the world. Teams will compete as the fastest team in the world and it's a test of endurance, which is speed. They have to complete a skills test in 30, 40 seconds with a series of skills they must do. And then the big championship cup event is a best of show. Mm. It's freestyle coordinated with music. And this was the premier event that started that fusion with music and, uh, and double Dutch where with magic gymnastics started that with, with, with a music and, and coordination, mm-hmm. but this is the premier event that you see around the world and all these jumpers and all these commercials came from this event. It's the double Dutch holiday classic, December 4th, one to 4 PM at the Apollo theater. The historic Apollo. Very cool. So, the we probably don't have time to go through all the rules, but I am curious. So for let's take the freestyle, and I've looked at the video on that you have on your website, which by the way it's very entertaining, and and you get an idea of the athleticism of this. I mean, some of them look like they're in the sort of traditional setup with, as you say, the one or two people in the middle and and two people flipping the ropes, but then sometimes the the ropes are going in different directions, and people are doing cartwheels and flips and things so how do you how do you how does it scored i guess is is what i'd like to know well the the the, the traditional two turners and one jumper the three three right. person team is that's a speed test oh okay so it's a test of endurance so one jumper has to jump for two minutes mm. and every time that left foot touches the ground they get a point oh okay so it doesn't rotate it is every time the left foot it's a it's a so not only are the is the jumper, a fast jumper, important? But most importantly, two turners right. are very important and because have they to, have to hold it down for two minutes. Two minutes <laughs> and be in sync too, right? So what's yeah. what's a good score or what's the record? Is there a record? I mean, there, there's there's some jumpers that done close to 300. Really? 300 in two minutes. One to do a jumper. <laughs> then the second part of it is the is the fusion freestyle, which you said the rope's going in different ways. The creativity is out the box. And it's funny because some of the dance steps you see are old school traditional dance steps that we used to do in the club right. back in the day right. that these guys have creativ- creatively add to it in the, in the ropes. Not only dance steps, but the athleticism of cartwheels and flipping and jumping on your hands. <laughs> wow. Um, and they're scored over the overall, you know, how they do. It's mm-hmm. a show. It's a competition, but it is a show. Mm. And they're scored on their overall performance as well as how technical they are. And, and obviously mis- things like mistakes add that too. Sure, sure. But but it's obviously they, they practice the choreography. They pick the music and everything. How long did they get in that freestyle? 
they have up to three minutes. Just for three minutes. Okay. Three uh, minutes. Yeah. So are you, do the, does it change from year to year? Are you, are you surprised by things that people come up with? Oh yeah. I mean, uh, again, it's just creativity. We have a lot of old school, like you said, double Dutch bus and videos mm-hmm. that some of the new teams will look at and put their own spin on it. And, and some of the dance steps were going on since back in the days when, as an activity, right. when they were singing and rhyming, right. you know, and now they've taken that and evolved it into like a high level performance. Mm-hmm. And and some stuff is new, mm-hmm. you know, some, some of the things are new, but yeah, I'm amazed at the creativity and from, from the young, from the, the men and women, you know, they all have different styles that, that, and all around the countries that come have different styles that they really compliment themselves about. Right. Tell me about the foundation. The money goes towards a foundation in your father's name. Is that right? Yes, sir. So the National Dutch League is a 501c3 non-for-profit organization. This event is all supported by nonprofit programming, support, and sponsorships. And we appreciate anybody's support, not just for this event, but for future events. We've done a summer classic at Lincoln Center. We've done programs in, in neighborhoods celebrating the sport. But also we've, we've taken some of our foundation and support money to send kids to camps and trips around the country to other international events. We've taken kids to Belgium, to France, to Hong Kong. So, so we're definitely giving back what we're, ta- what we're receiving. Sure, sure. Oh, it's the trips, and and I take it the money goes towards providing that those leagues that girls is it just girls still or no 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 we no. Have, we have, okay boys too women, <laughs> boys and girls men and women everybody's okay. jumping okay. but yeah the funding goes back to help us with travel simple things like meals simple things like uniforms and and to keep us to keep these traditional events like the Apollo Theater and. And to keep the programs going on the neighborhoods, mm. we're, we're true to our donations, and we really put it to good use. It's the National Double Dutch League, and so the website is nddl.org. That's nddl.org, and please go there and check it out. And I take it, Lauren, that's where people can find out all the information about the event and how they can support your efforts in the future. Oh yes, definitely. There's everything on the website from a donation link to. The event information, December 4th, Double Dutch at the Apollo Theater, to how to start a program, how to get equipment if you're a school teacher. We get a lot of questions like that. How can I start a program in my community? Where do I start? We're a a full-fledged nonprofit organization that wants to keep supporting the introduction, development, and the, the, the promoting of the sport in our community. What do you think your dad would say? Or maybe is thinking as he looks down upon us and he sees how this has grown. What do you think he would he would think? He would be smiling, <laughs> laughing, excited, just happy to see that the legacy and the sport is still going on. Today, there's adversities with you know computers and kids are not active as they used to be back sure. in the days, and and some of that creativity is lost in in the recreation side of it. And, he would be excited to see that it's still going on. And not only that, this event is still going on, but it spearhawked other organizations to copy the event or emulate the event, should I say? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> well, um, 
sincerest and, form of flattery. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, I'll just say it. And he said he will be excited to see that it's resonated in communities around the world. You know, that day at the Apollo Theater, it's a show, it's a competition, but it's a big double Dutch party. We have alumni from different teams from those Frankie double Dutch bus days. Mm-hmm. And we have new teams in there trying to break records. And it's one of the youth events, one of the biggest youth events at the theater that brings in uh, youth of all different cultures and all different communities. And that, that was important to him too, mm. to Harlem, to see what, what, what this community had to bring and offer and what the sport had to offer. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm always amazed at things that I can't do. Even if I, even in my younger days, if I, I think if I tried to do double Dutch, I just would be constantly tangled in those ropes. It, it, it really is quite amazing. I mean, it's kind of, I don't know if you agree. It, it, it's, it's athleticism. It's a, you, you, thanks to your dad's efforts and your efforts, it's a sport, but it's also art, isn't it? Art. Yeah. yeah it's, it's an art. It's a, it's a part of art and culture. I yep. think the creative side of the, of the freestyle, mm-hmm. you know, emulates it's, it's got, a, it's got a dance element to it. Mm-hmm. And that's a part of how we judge it. And it does have art and, you know, like all forms of sport, you can see a little bit of art in any sport. I would agree with that. Specifically that freestyle category, it's fused with music and dance. Mm -hmm. So that that definitely is an art and culture piece, that that element that he saw. You're right about kids doing something active, and it's a good change of pace. I'm glad we're not talking about Double Dutch, the video game. I hope there isn't one. There probably is one. In a moment, both Lauren and I are going to play a quick round of good stuff where we recommend something good to you, the listening audience, that might brighten your day. Before we do that, let me take one minute to remind you what we do here at the Boston Podcast Network. It's pod617.com. If you want your own show, we can help create one for you and produce the whole thing from start to finish. Whether you're in the Boston area and you want to visit us at our Westwood Mass Studios or anywhere around the globe in Singapore, in Bangkok, in New York, in Harlem, Lauren, we'd be delighted to produce uh, from anyone there. There should be a double Dutch podcast when you think about it. Anyway. Well, well, well hey, you're speaking, <laughs> you're speaking so it, it's always something in the future. Well, we can talk in the future. Who knows? But no. the point is, if you're interested in being the next big podcast star, go to pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network, in pod we trust. All right, let's play good stuff. Oh, that's the good stuff. All right, Lauren. Folks, she didn't have a lot of time to prepare for this, but she came up with something cool anyway. So tell us about the event you want to shout out to our listeners, Lauren. I definitely want to shout out this summer, if you are in New York City, in Harlem, at Mount Morris Park is a 51-year bike race. Mm. It's called the Skyscraper Harlem Cycling Classic. It's a cycling classic, and these it's a criterion event where the riders ride around the park. And uh, it's been around for 51 years. It's on Father's Day. It's a Father's Day and son and family events. Not only do they have adult races, but if you're a kid and you want to race a couple of blocks in New York City and you're fast, there, there's kid races too. So I want to give a shout out to that, and that's every Father's Day in, in uh, June. It's called the Skyscraper Harlem, Harlem Cycling Classic. Also founded by my father. <laughs> really? Oh, my goodness. The police, the police officer, yes. Well, we'll, ha- we'll have to have you back to the podcast closer to the summer when that approaches, because I'd love to hear more about that, too. But it's, yeah, it looks like you can go to 
Well, I'm looking at bikereg.com, but I'm not sure that's officially uh, affiliated with uh, the bike race. But as Lauren said, the Harlem Skyscraper Cycling Classic on Father's Day. The last one was June 19th of this year. That doesn't help anyone. Yeah, look at a calendar, people. You'll figure it out. So that's a great one. Appreciate it, Lauren. I will shout out a TV show that I'm watching on Netflix. I just finished it, actually. And I need help for someone to explain to me what the heck happened in the show. It's called 18, it's called 1899. And uh, yeah, it's, I take it you haven't seen it, Lauren. I started to watch it. I, I you did. It, but I was next, next on the list. Okay. So <laughs> once, once you watch it, we'll have to, we'll have to compare notes, but I'm going to play a little bit of the trailer here. 1899 on Netflix. Six hours ago, we received a message. We believe this comes from the Prometheus. You think the passengers, they're still alive? We paid good money for this trip. Seven days to get to New York. No detours. Well, I guess I'll stop it there because you get it. You get the point. It's dramatic and it's on a boat. And a lot of the dialogue in the TV show is in different languages. So that doesn't, it's not good for podcasting for me to just play a bunch of time without the, without the subtitles. You don't get the point. But as you may know, Lauren, since you, you're familiar with it, it's a bunch of people that are on a ship and they decide they're going to help rescue this ship that has been missing for a number of months. And obviously it takes place in 1899. You get uh-huh. people, you get people. It, if you don't like subtitles, then stay away because you, you got to pay really close attention. There are people speaking in at least five different languages. And sometimes they're talking to each other. Like the, the Dutch guy will go up and say something in Dutch to a Chinese woman. And it's like, why? She, <laughs> she doesn't understand you. She can't see the subtitles. Right. And so that part is kind of weird. But if you liked sort of mysterious, dark shows, I think about the show, the show Lost from from years ago about the plane crash and the weird island. You'll like this too, because you soon find out that something, things are not as they appear. I don't want to give anything away, but th- these people are not just on a boat traveling through. There's something else going on, perhaps supernatural. It's pretty good. So, but after you see it, Lauren, we'll have to reconnect and you can Tell me what the heck happened because it does get a little confusing. <laughs> anyway, I'm definitely going to check it out. I was kind of looking at it the other day. I'm like, interesting. Yeah, it's worth. It's it's absolutely worth watching. So, very good. But let's not forget about the competition this weekend at the Apollo. Lauren, once again, tell our listeners how they can learn more. The event is the Double Dutch Holiday Classic, the 31st annual David Walker Memorial at the world famous. Apollo Theater this Sunday, December 4th, 1 to 4 p.m. You can get tickets at the Apollo Theater box office, Ticketmaster. I think the box office is is, is a good choice. Mm-hmm. It is a fun event for friends and family featuring world championship teams. It's one of the biggest trip days for youth groups and recreation programs, kicking off the holiday in New York City and the tri-state area. And come spend a day with us. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. I love it. And so 
Uh, yeah, go to the Apollo for tickets. Or if you want more information on Lauren's organization, it's NDDL.org. Get out there and get your double Dutch on. And uh, kudos to you, Lauren. I wish you the best of luck with it. It sounds fantastic. And I know that your dad is smiling wherever he is right now. Thank you for having me. Thank you for thinking about Double Dutch. Absolutely. On behalf of Lauren, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a great day, everybody. See ya. See ya.